We're live. Hooray! And we're all back together. We did it. We're yeah. all home. We're all home. I mean, I was home last week too, but I was just busy. Mm-hmm. John's home. Yep, but he was home last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, John, happy birthday! Thank you. Yes, Once again. yes. It was on Wednesday. It is now Friday. Now we've done it on this. I on got the it pop- wrong. It was Thursday. It was yesterday. I don't know my calendar. Oh yep. my god. Yep. Excuse me while I just die. <laughs> it's today, right? No, it was yesterday. It was yesterday. No, that makes sense. I saw all the tweets yesterday. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Cool. Did you get anything cool for your birthday? Did you do anything cool for your birthday? I got gift cards and money. That was about it. And we went Dope. out for pancakes and steak. So. Okay. Not at the same time. Right. I was going to say, at the same time as a weird choice, I've heard <laughs> chicken and waffles, but I have not heard pancakes and steak. There you go. Yeah. It's the next, this is the next logical step. <laughs> so you had two birthday meals then? Yeah. <clears throat> Very cool. We had like a, like a hobo Denny's breakfast, and then we had like a, a proper dress up dinner. Steak dinner was great. Are you saying hobo just because you're at Denny's? No, because or- we like literally rolled out of bed and we were like, all right, let's just go get pancakes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Because we were, we were. She was like, "I wanted to make you breakfast in bed, but it snowed, and then I, we didn't have everything I needed to make pancakes. So let's just go to Denny's and get pancakes." I'm like, "Okay, okay, sure. that's still better than the like, haven't gone to bed yet, but it is morning. Let's go to Denny's." True. That that, that could be worse. I've been there. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> um, that yeah that is definitely a, a that's definitely a thing. Although I feel like Taco Bell's getting in on that since they have breakfast now, breakfast tacos. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that's a step down, <laughs> like a big step down. But yeah, sure. I mean, Denny's isn't amazing. No, but it's at least a like crappy diner as opposed that's to true. a fast Talk food about restaurant. Pre- right, right. You guys been doing IHOP? Yep. Mm-hmm. I've never done IHOP. I don't think, but I've done Denny's. I mean, you, it's the same experience almost. Yeah, it's sure. fine. They're okay. I think that there's just more pancake options at IHOP. Mm-hmm. Right on, right on. What's your guys' go-to pancake, like toppings or whatever? Uh, I, I feel like I'm just classic with syrup. Yeah, butter and syrup, or just yeah. syrup. Okay. If there's no butter, it's fine too. I'm usually just. So I don't really like pancakes that much because I I don't really like putting a lot on it. It's just butter, and at that point, I'm like, I don't. Can I have something else? I don't want yeah. butter pancakes. I've never really liked the taste of fruit on pancakes for some reason. I feel like it just it just doesn't taste right. Like the the fruit gets all mushy and weird. What about like a dessert pancake? Nope, I won't do that. I'll Depends. do that. Like ice cream? Sure. I mean, at that point, it's it's not really a pancake anymore. It's just like <laughs> yeah, you sure. put some dough in my ice cream. This might as well be cookie dough ice cream. Sure. Denny's Denny's had like some cinnamon bun pancake option sure. over there. I was like, that's that tempting, great. but no. Yeah. It was your birthday. You should have splurged. Ah, birthday. You always go for. I go for the safe things. Okay. Like the la- Like I feel like it's kind of crummy to be like, all right, I'm gonna try something. Oh, it sucked. I guess I just had a crappy bur- dinner for my birthday. Totally, I could see that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I guess. I'm a boring, safe person in that aspect. So. <clears throat> That's true. Sometimes you gotta just you know you gotta risk it to get the biscuit or the pancake. I've heard pancake this. biscuits. Yep. Pancake biscuits. Pancake. Yep. Uh, okay. Well, let's do a podcast. Uh, it is November 9th, seven o'clock, seven o nine. Mark your watches, everyone who's listening right now. It's mark right. your watch to seven o nine p.m. 
Marked. When do you have to go to your top secret thing that you already tweeted about? So I guess it's not top secret. <laughs> I'm doing I, I I'm going to do extra life this year uh, with some people from GameSpot. My shift is at four in the morning. <laughs> I heard you're uh, also doing spooky games, which is your favorite genre. Yeah. So this worked out real nicely for me. Um, all, all, also, all of this was volunteer, so I only have myself to blame. But no, I don't have to wake up until two thirty. Uh, so I should be able to get like a solid like four hours of sleep um, and then take an Uber for like an hour into the city because Bart, d- the train does not run this early in the morning. Sure. Any idea um, what games they're playing or what game? I know we're playing scary games. I know they mentioned uh, maybe some fighting games because I was like, can we do some like multiplayer stuff? Because I might fall asleep. You gonna play <laughs> some maybe play some scary fighting games. It'd be great. Best of both. Oh, yeah. Such as. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. What's the what's the one with Skeleton Man in it? It's killer Instinct? Oh, you can play Thrill Instinct? Kill. What is Thrill Kill? It's a game that was canceled for being too bloody, apparently, but I think it's because they just ran out of funding and nobody wanted to pay for it to be finished. It was basically like Smash Brothers with like killers, essentially. Okay. Yeah. I feel like Mortal Kombat's probably the spookiest fighting game. Especially because they also probably. have like probably. horror movie people in there. Sure. Oh yeah, now yeah. with like Jason and Predator and everyone, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, so uh and then Yeah, I don't know what other multiplayer games you said. We said some fighting games near the end. Um but anyways, yeah, so four o'clock in the morning if uh, you're listening to this live and you're gonna be awake. Oh, that'd be nine hours from now. Mm-hmm. Nine Something hours like from now. Yeah. Um, it's the GameSpot YouTube page or the Facebook page or the website. Uh, and then you can watch me and some other people. I'll be doing four hours of that. And then going home to sleep. Yeah. Um, but anyways, let's, uh, yeah, let's do a podcast. Top Down Perspective. I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. I'm John Wheeler. Uh, why don't we, I wasn't here last week. Why don't we talk about what I've been playing? All right. What have you been playing? It's, it's mostly just red dead. I've just been playing like a lot of red dead. Okay. Uh, like that game is just real fun and there's a lot to do in it. And it's, it is going to take me a long time to get through that game. Cause I'm kind of just doing like every side mission that pops up, mm. especially because I know that side missions can go away mm-hmm. when you progress the story in certain ways. So I'm kind of like doing like everything because i'm worried i'm gonna miss out on stuff sure but the side missions like feel pretty hefty and and they're fun on their own so i'm i'm quite enjoying it um going kind of hand in hand with this is i picked up a sound bar okay uh, last weekend um which i've never had a sound bar i've always used tv speakers and i've always heard they're awful but no i didn't know what i was missing um I don't know if I had the soundbar hooked up correctly. It's pretty confusing, but I do have surround sound now. It is at least coming out of all the speakers. Mm-hmm. And Red Dead is a great game to test it, to try a soundbar out with because like the like the, the horse trotting, the hooves, just they sound more like impactful on the ground with that subwoofer. Um, the uh, little speakers off to the side, you'll hear like little critters kind of running through the bushes and stuff. And then, of course, you can tell when people are like talking to you where exactly they are. So having mm-hmm. a soundbar is very cool. I definitely recommend having surround sound. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just went with the. Uh, 
this Vizio one. It was the budget pick on Wirecutter, and then Amazon had it like a refurbished model of it for even cheaper. So mm. I got it for a pretty good price. <clears throat> and uh came all nicely packaged and everything. I can't tell it was ever used. Um but that's that's definitely real cool. I like having that quite a bit. Um I'm looking forward to playing some other games with it. The Switch doesn't do surround sound, I mm-hmm. found out, unless you have it hooked up through HDMI, which I don't. I have right. it hooked up through optical. Interesting. Okay. So it, it can use the uh, the sound bar itself, but it can't use the uh, the other three speakers. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, yeah, and, and again, like I I really don't know a ton about sound bars, so it, it kind of turned into this like like the manual straight up said, "Don't hook this up through HDMI," despite being the best sa- sound you'll get because it's complicated. Hook it up a different way first, then try this if you want. But my but my soundbar doesn't have 4K or HDR pass through, so I think I would lose out on that if I hooked it up through HDMI. But the Switch doesn't do that anyway, so maybe it's okay. I don't know. I'm I think I'm just going to leave it at as, as is. I already have it kind of like band-aided together. Mhm. Uh Paul, are you still playing Red Dead at all? I'm picking at it. I don't find it fun at all. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. It's objectively What's, a good thing, but it's not fun. It just, sounds like it's just not your thing, I guess. Yeah, it's fine. It's just slow, and I have so much other shit to go through. I just don't have time to care. How how far did you get before you, you know, uh, signed off? I'm doing stuff around the Valentine area. Okay, so yeah, that's basically where I am. I'm I'm still in chapter two, two I think. or three. Yeah, like probably yeah. halfway through two, if I were to guess. Yeah, I get, well, I haven't been doing very many um, story missions myself, so I don't know if I'm even halfway. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I, I mean, at, that, at this point, I don't find it slow anymore. The mountain stuff was slow. What, what's what's slow on your end? Everything moving around by horse and no, no fast travel. Everything feels a little bit wonky to me. I just don't care for it. OK, well, maybe you need to, need to like do because you do get fast travel. Maybe you need to do some more story missions. Yeah, find maybe. some faster horses or i could play stuff i actually want to play sure i mean yeah you do you <laughs> why would time. you do something like that i don't know fuck me i guess not that i'm playing anything better as you can see on my list <laughs> oh. that's true you, you you definitely made some odd choices when yeah. up against red dead for sure uh john any interest in red dead no possibly gonna be the like the the popular pick for game of the year yeah, no, but I never played the first one, so. You really do not need to. It is, I mean, it's a prequel. You really don't need to. I also hate open world games, and this sounds like an even slower open world game than what I already hate. This is a, this is a very open, open world game for sure. So, yeah, you probably bounce off of it. You should try well, Spider-Man first, I think, before this. And then, if you get through Spider-Man, you can maybe think about this if you cared enough, but... I that's the open world game. They are completely different games and you're going yeah. from like a fast paced game to like a very slow and methodical game. A fast um, fun game to an objectively good artistic almost game. Hey, I think Red Dead is fun. I'm having I'm having fun with Red Dead. Uh I'm looking forward to Red Dead Online. I want to try <laughs> see what that's all about, which I think comes out this month. Yeah, if I, I think remember you're correctly. Right. Mm-hmm. Um anyways, I'm going to be picking and playing at that probably for the next few months because of how meaty I keep hearing this game is and how slow I'm going through it. I really need just to find like a weekend where like no one wants to hang out with me. 
and then sure. I just sit there and play a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. Just lie and tell everyone you're sick. Yeah, well, I am sick. I actually have a cold. Oh, fun. Um, <laughs> I also have I had I had a Quidditch tournament last weekend, and I took a weird tackle to the side, and I think oh. something's going on with my rib cage. <laughs> so we'll see how Great. that's going. I'm gonna give it like another week before yeah. I actually like determine whether this needs to be looked at or not. <laughs> um. Yeah, apart from that, on my Switch, I'm playing Bloodstained. I started this a little while ago. Uh, I don't know how to feel about it. Part of me is enjoying it, enjoying the time. The other part of me doesn't like how it handles and, like, how slow the characters are, and I hate the way they jump. Um, So you hate classic Castlevania, is what you're saying. I guess so, and I know there was the two options between... I forget what they were called, like, like easy and challenging or something like that. Something like that, Um, Mm Mm-hmm. And one of them got rid of lives and no more knockback, which I do hate the knockback, but I don't want to lose all the challenge of the lives. I feel like I needed like a a middle ground between um, how easy they were making it for me, because like sometimes I'll just be doing a shitty jump because none of these characters except the girl can jump. I'll hit an enemy and then I'll just go flying into a hole. And it's like, (laughs) damn, I really like how they were. That's how the games used to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, there's a reason games evolved. Um, but, I mean, this is supposed to be a throwback. I'm not going to, like, say this is doing How poorly. dare you be accurate? <laughs> I'm just going to say... <clears throat> sorry. I'm just going to say, like, I'm glad games have evolved, and um, maybe I should just play Dead Cells if I'm kind of looking for this this game style, this gameplay. Um, I think I'm getting near the end. I understand it's real short. I'm on chapter eight, which is straight up called Curse of the Moon. Is this the last chapter? Yes. Okay. And then are you supposed to replay it? Is there like new stuff after the fact? Yeah, depending on what you did with the characters, there's another mode you unlock. I remember asking you how you felt about old Castlevanias, and I wouldn't have recommended you play this at all from your answer back then. So I wouldn't recommend you play through it again. Yeah. What, What is the... So you said based on what I did with my characters, I don't remember any like choices or anything. So there's a hidden choice in the game where mm-hmm. you can kill off the other three characters and mm-hmm. just oh jeez, yeah, you could just not save them, Z- yeah. Zangetsu instead or whatever his name is. How do you not save them? You literally just stab you- them instead of talk to them. Wow. Okay. Well, I didn't do that. I didn't even know that was an option. Uh, that sounds like it would have made the game a lot harder. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because, yeah, well, for me, it makes it less fun because I like doing the different things to get into the different areas and explore those maps. Yeah. And then you yeah. get like the power ups. Yeah. Um, so for like, me, it, also I that girl like can it. jump properly. But like you get <laughs> well, abilities instead. Yeah. <laughs> don't you like I forget what abilities you actually get. Oh, there is a trade off. There's like an advantage to killing these people. Yeah, he gets uh, like more damage or something like that permanently. There's, yeah, there's like you, stat increases. You power him up. But, like, he doesn't, like, f- start flying or anything. Like... No. He doesn't gain their attributes. Sure. It's, it's a different I type mean, of I run. mean, that old man doesn't have any attributes. No, like, that old man has some of the best moves in the game. Easily. Well, he has some at- di- some different attacks, but he doesn't have, like, a like built-in skill like the girl or the vampire dude do. Yeah, no, he's an alchemist. He, has- he can have a fire shield that makes him just walk through literally the whole state. <laughs> Yeah, he can have. Yeah, he can have a fire or shield. Or he gets the thunder uh, homing spell, which basically oh, decimates yeah. every boss. Sure. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's his trade-off is he can get cool weapons. I don't like his um, like uh, duplicate spell where there's two of him. 
I haven't really found much of a use for that. That one depends on... Because <clears throat> if you swap to another character when it's active, it's pretty useful. I didn't even know you could do that. Yes, yeah. you can act, So that's another thing about him. You use a spell as him, and then you switch to who you actually want to have use the spell. Oh. Same yep. with... Because the, he's useless as a person. We just need yeah, his magic. Yeah, exactly. Kind, like, kind oh, of, I yeah. See. Okay. Like, one of my, one of the things I used to do is, like, in my run-through of the game, Zengetsu was useless. I basically only used him to get his double attack ability, then I activated that, and then switched to Miriam, and then just killed everyone as Miriam. Which mm. Zengetsu? Is that the vampire? The, no, that's the main Garrett. He's main the guy. main guy. Oh, okay. How did or, I not know his name? Or like, because they say it like twice and that's it. Okay. And like Gebel, I believe, is the dude with the bats. He's also really good for bosses because he hits three times. Mm-hmm. So, du- so double oh, attack on yeah. that is pretty strong. Okay, right. I also like the guy with the bat because if I come across a platforming section and I'm like, I'm tired of <laughs> not being able to jump properly, <laughs> yeah, I, hate I this can just spot. fly. Like, yep. Yeah. <clears throat> so I've definitely used him, but the girl, I, the girl's my favorite and it's this weird trade off yeah. of like, I want to use my favorite character, but I also don't want to like lower their health a bunch and yeah. have, and then like risk losing them. Uh, so I don't know. It's weird. Uh, I doubt I'll play through it again. I kind of just want to get it finished. I have some other stuff on the switch. I want to play. Yeah. Your stuff's you're almost on done. The switch. Yeah. Uh, music's good. Say that though. Mm-hmm. So it, so like, you know, I, I don't want to say I've had a bad time with it. I, I've just like just kind of I don't kind of mesh well with how it plays. Sure. And that's just a that's a personal thing. Anyway, that's all I've been playing. Um, I'm more interested in what John's been playing. Sorry, Paul. <laughs> OK, interesting. You're, you're next. All right. So uh, we finished up Yakuza Kwame 2. Nice. Woo! We, we're done with that. Isn't uh, one of the Yakuza's free right now on plus? Which one's that? One. Is it one? Yeah, the Kwame one, right? Yeah, Kwame one. Yeah, all right, cool. Uh, which is worth playing, I think. Especially if it's free, I think it's a good sampling of the series. I think Zero is a better place to start, though. Mm. Especially considering some of the added, con- added content from Kwame mode, or the Kwamis in general, is just stuff like connected to Zero. But uh, we beat right. we beat two, and then uh, there's on- all along the way you unlock like a Majima storyline that's like maybe two hours long but uh, also kind of ties things together. So we played that a little bit. That was cool. Now we're at the point where we're debating, do we wait like a year possibly for the re-release of three for PS4? Or do we just break out the PS3 and bring it up to the living room and play through three? Because the problem with three is that's the version that had content cut from it. So the PS3 oh, okay. one or the, yes, the, one, the, the one coming one. out? The okay. original release had content cut from it. So we're debating if it's worth waiting for the re-release of three in a year to get the cut content. Hmm. Or just play it for the story. So that's where we're at right now. Yeah, I don't know what I would do. Uh, I would probably wait for the re-release myself, I think. Problem is, though, that's waiting a year. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, we have like four, five, and six just kind of sitting here waiting. It's okay. The new games come out every week. It's true. So I got, you, I'm sure you got plenty you could be playing. True, like Spider Man, which is what uh, I started playing through because we were like, all right, what do you want to, <coughs> what do you want to play for free time? Like, I don't want to jump into Kingdom Hearts two again right now. So started playing a bit of Spider Man. She started watching me play. Um, she seemed into it. I am not very far though. Like, I did my first MJ mission basically. Okay. okay. So I'm still pretty early storyline wise. How did you feel about that mission? It was all right. 
And then I can see I why you guys remember I can see why you guys do not like the stealth stuff in this game. I believe it's in the museum. Yes. Or not the museum, his personal collection. Yeah, the, the art gallery. Oh, right. Okay. You know, that's probably like the only one really. Like they get a lot like easier. <clears throat> and then there's a really cool one at the end, which I know Paul also was really into. I really like that one. I wish there was more of that actually. <clears throat> that was a cool one. Yeah, I be, hey, I bet it'll be in Spider-Man 2. Like, everyone's been saying they like it. How do you like the Spider-Man Spider-Man parts? Yeah, they're good. Like I said, I was got a little eh on the stealth. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm more so trying to remember how to play the game because it was like the game was like, all right, you need to catch up the shocker and all this other stuff. I'm like, I don't remember how right. to like <laughs> fast launch and everything. So I forgot yeah. like half the moves. There's a lot you can do at the beginning. Yeah, for sure. But but then it just becomes so nice when you when you've gotten it all and you're like swinging and it's like second nature. Yeah, yep. I need to go play the uh, cat uh, black cat DLC. Oh, yeah. The Hammerhead DLC is also out now or will be in like a day or two. And then there's a third one. They haven't revealed what it is yet, according to the game. Yeah, I need to just buy that season pass. Uh, when when games stop coming out. Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> uh, Spider-Man's the- real good. Other than that, I start playing. Have you heard Jay Jonah Jameson yet? Oh yeah, his podcast is everywhere. I love it. It's I'm tr- awesome. I'm trying to figure out which costumes have costume specific podcasts because so far it's only been the one. I don't remember any costume specific. The, the punk rock, the punk rock suit has its own podcast. Interesting, like he, I didn't know he, that. And I played, and I played as that one for a bit. Maybe I just missed it. Weird. I don't know if it has to be in like it has to be in a specific location in the city, but I definitely got one while playing in the punk rock suit. All right. Well, sounds like we just lost Paul. So I'm sure the stream's going real well. Oh, I'm sure the stream's doing great right now. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, seeing, I'm seeing Rip in the chat. So I think we are toast. PC crash. Yep. All right. We're back on. Cool. Are we live? Yep. Hey, we're back. Okay. Fixed. Uh, fixed indeed. Uh, I guess final thoughts on Spider-Man. You gonna keep playing it, John? Yep. I don't know if I'm gonna wait to see if Reese is available for them though. That's the only thing. I'll see what she's in the mood for. I think you're gonna really, as someone who liked Batman, I think you're really gonna like Spider-Man. I'm not surprised. Like I've enjoyed it so far. Yep. That's a, I, apparently that's a I'm game. already like 28 percent done the story mode. It says because I already did all the backpacks and the most of the crimes. Uh, they're gonna like quadruple the number of crimes you're gonna have to do. So yeah, yeah I'm don't noticing worry that. about finishing too fast. Yeah, there's like a lot of like you haven't unlocked this side quest yet, and I'm just dreading it. There's a ton. Like you're not very far. There's a ton more side quests you'll have. Yeah, to Yeah, I, I just unlocked all the uh, science capsules. Like, have you met Taskmaster yet? Nope. Yeah. So there's oh, a man, whole Taskmasters of, in this. Jeez. Right? There's a lot of cool people in the game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a very good game. Um, but yeah. Uh, all right, what else have you been playing? I have been playing Heavy Burger, which is an amazing, amazing twin stick shooter game. Uh, I don't know what this is. So this is uh, Data East is an old arcade company. They used to make like a bunch of games like Bad Dudes, Burger Time, uh, Karate Champ, Joe and Mac, like a bunch of games like that. And someone, whoever got access to the license, made a twin stick two-on-two shooter where you are playing as the character from Burger Time, but you have a gun that shoots burgers and it's like an arena-based like uh, like Nidhogg-like tug-of-war kind of game where you have to fight your way through different arcade machines 
to try to deposit the bag of money you're fighting over into your bank. Oh, yeah. But, like, along the way, like, you're getting attacked by enemies. Like, the, a bunch of martial artists in Karate Champ will attack you. Like, the bad dudes in Karnov will show up and try to fight you. Uh, in Heavy Barrel, like, there's a bunch of tanks coming after you. In Side Pocket, there's, like, a bunch of pool balls bouncing around and they explode. It is very hectic, crazy, and incredibly fun. Looks neat. That's good. Yeah. So it's uh yeah, up to four players. Obviously it's team based, so you can either make it three on one or or two v two, whatever. Uh there's a bunch of single player challenge modes you can do in it, and it's honestly pretty fun single player as well. So I honestly recommend it. No online multiplayer though, although apparently if you use Great. um I can never remember what the damn thing's called, Parsec. If you use Parsec, apparently you can play it multiplayer online. Cool. What is Parsec? Parsec is basically a system that connects people to your computer so that you can play a game together that normally doesn't have online multiplayer. So the game thinks there's local people there then? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. And it's like, I think someone said last night or the other night, it was like eight bucks on Steam. Yes. It is $9 Canadian. Yep. Highly recommend it <laughs> if you have people to play with. And that's all I've been playing. Cool. So from there, I finished Call of Cthulhu, and as I figured, it did not stick the landing, as mm-hmm. we were talking about. So, did you yeah. enjoy this game? I've just I've heard pretty mediocre things. It is okay as a game and like as a product, but for what people who people who like were interested in this, it's a disappointment because you were looking for a certain thing and it doesn't deliver on that like very okay. well at all uh it's completely mediocre at best so i wouldn't say that you would waste your money picking it up but like you would probably waste your money picking it up <laughs> you might right. get don't recommend the game it, it it does some things well but it doesn't do enough of those things well to recommend i could see this being a sale thing picking it up for like 20 bucks or something it's probably totally fine Right now, I think it's selling for like fifty Canadian. So what? It's is a that? full price game. No, it's like forty, like a little yeah, like full, higher full than price for us is eighty now. Yeah. Okay. Well, I thought you meant like it was on sale for fifty no. or something. Okay. No, no, not sale. It is a cheaper title, but not like a cheap title. If that makes any sense. Uh, other than that, I played through Detroit Become Human. And that might be David Cage's best game because it is so right. stupid. And mm-hmm. it you can affect that game in a way you couldn't the others where I fucked my story up so bad and the ending reflected that perfectly and I was so happy that he didn't write some dumb back-end waves like, oh no, this happened and then you win still. Like, no, I fucked it up <laughs> real, real bad. Which I was happy. I'm about. excited. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick this up soon. Uh, it's looking like it's gonna be twenty bucks for Black Friday. That sounds like sure. a great price for this game. Yeah. Um. So I I want to play through it because I I played through the other David Cage stuff or yeah. some of his recent stuff. Uh, are you gonna play through it again and try and get like a different outcome? No, because YouTube.com exists, and I'm gonna just watch okay. that those different <laughs> outcomes. Um, okay. Because right. they're sure. like you can tell what the key points in the story are that you would want to try different outcomes in. And it would just be easier to look up somebody who's done the stuff leading up to that, because the way this works is that everybody's story is this giant web 
So to get to certain parts or choices, you have to have done something like way earlier. So I would have to play through it at least two or three more times to like unlock everything I want to see. And it'll just be easier to jump around to different YouTube channels to see the people that played right. through it that way for that. Those choices what, ne- rank your top three David Cage games. Uh, Top three. OK. Yep. In order from best to least best. I mean, there's only like f- four I can think of, so I guess I'll just. Okay, I'm just. I just want to know your, what are your top three, if you, and what order are they in? The order is more interesting to me. Ugh. For the th- for the ones I've enjoyed, it's probably Detroit, Heavy Rain, and then Indigo Prophecy or Fahrenheit, depending on where you live. Okay. Um, so Beyond is not on the top. Beyond three. is fucking garbage, and I hate it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, The one thing I will say about this is that it might make light of certain real life issues in this weird satirical way that like were like super detrimental to certain people in history and like kind of make it almost goofy because it's these weird androids going through that now. And like it's very heavy handed in that way. But I don't know. It's just one of those things where David Cage is not the man to write good, subtle, like, like controversial shit. You're telling me from the guy that put a section in his last game about like Native American spirit demons that he might do something kind of like uh, a little racy. No, no, it's not racy is the thing is that it's so just like on the nose and like not subtle at all that it almost is comedic and like a weird uncomfortable he's, way he's it's not subtle no he's, he's never really been. bad at it. it's like one of those things where like one of the first things you notice is that the androids have to go to the back of the bus because that's where androids go like yeah it's just shit like that where cool amazing <laughs> it's just really good writing is what i'm getting at really really on the nose okay but i feel like the highlight of this game is that it's supposed to look really good though does it so look really good? The thing is, is that David Cage games have always had this weird uncanny valley to them. And when you mix in the fact that these are supposed to be androids that are not human, it makes them make sense with the graphics. That uncanny valley actually works because they're not supposed to be perfect humans. They are a little off. So okay. it's kind of there, but it still has the weirdness of like when there is an obvious human character, they still kind of look almost like an Android because the other androids look human as well. And like the androids can do dumb shit. Like they can look exactly like humans. They look in this world. The one thing that like separates them is they have like an led thing that like shows, Oh, the ones with the LEDs, those are androids, but that's a non-issue because they can just pop those out. And now they're human basically like it's, I don't know. There's this weird... Everything feels a little bit janky in the way that when you know it's an Android character, it works because, of course, it's a little janky. But when it's a human character, it makes them look like an Android, too. And it just gives this whole world a, like, kind of muddy feel and how everything moves and looks and stuff in some spots. But that's just kind of the What's way What's the goes. poly count, man? That's what, I'm, that's what I'm trying to get. What is the polygon count? How many... How many how many polys are we talking about? Because those are some I feel like the only reason anyone's given money to David Cage is that these games look good on screen and Sony likes to show that off. Uh 
Yeah, they look fine. This one looks fine. It kind of looks basically just like a little bit better than Beyond or Heavy Rain. Like it just looks like the next step. It doesn't look like a giant leap, I would say. I'm actually kind of excited to. Were you playing on a pro? No. No. Okay. I, I'm excited to try it on a pro 4K because I want to see how pretty it's going to look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed my time with it because the oh, thing wow. is, is okay. I knew what I was getting into. Like the people that complain about David Cage games, like they should know by now what they're going to get into. With they- David Cage has proved himself to not be trustworthy in his writing, not to be very good at his writing, but he always promises to have a seems weird- to run a uh, strict and mean spirited company. Yeah, there's that, too. But he always seems to deliver on some dumb shit you don't see coming at some point that you're like. All right, <laughs> sure, and like kind of makes you laugh a little bit. There's a few points in this game. I feel like we like, should see this coming though, because his last two games were total dumb shit. No, I mean like actually specific things that happen that is just like, sure, w- that why not? <laughs> Let's just do that now. Uh, okay, the, it is a little less like that in this. Like it does feel like he tried to ground this in a weird world that he took maybe too seriously to the point where like. There's an android that, like, talks to you on the main menu screen. And when you come back after playing or whatever, she's like, would you like to take a survey or whatever? So I took the stupid survey after I beat the game. And uh, the survey is, like, so up its own ass about, do you you think, like, would you let an android take care of your children? Or, like, would you be in a deep relationship with androids? Do you think robots could gain consciousness? It's like... This is so weird. And this is outside the game. This is outside the game, yeah. This is just some weird little meta thing. And it's just like, David Cage, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Just fuck off with your dumb fantasy bullshit that I know you take super seriously. But, like, just... I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird thing. I think everybody should at least see parts of it because it's hilarious at uh, its best. See, I feel the same about that's kind of the thing as I feel about his games is it's like they're they're not really good per se. Yeah. But like this. But like it's Ellen Page with a weird ghost brother. Sure. Like that's a weird idea. And he doesn't land it. But like some weird things happen and we're here for the ride. Sure. And as I just put it in a chat, sex with an android has too high of a percentage for that survey question because that's the type of people that played this game. <laughs> 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 Do you get to see the percentage afterwards, like a telltale? Yeah, game? you get to see global okay. percentages for everything. And I will say, I had one choice in the game that had zero percent <laughs> in the worldwide. Wow. Because it is so dumb, I had to do it. I was like, I have to see why this would work, and it doesn't work. It's so out of character for the character it happens to. It's just out of nowhere, and it's amazing. (laughs) It's really, really dumb. All right. Yeah. I'm really glad I played it. Everybody should at least see it. I'm surprised. Yeah. I was not expecting such high praise. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if praise is the right word. He's saying he loved playing it. Yeah. I really enjoyed my time with it. It's not good, but I enjoyed playing it for sure. Okay. Uh, I'm looking forward to playing it too. Uh, Like I said, I want to see how pretty that game looks on my TV. Mm -hmm. um, And I'm, I'm ready for just some dumb shit. Sure. Uh, That's all I've been playing though. All right. Uh, Well, with that, let's go on to some news. A few things happening. Uh, There was an Amazon page up for 
player unknown players unknown battlegrounds uh for playstation 4 um with us with a release date where was the release date oh for december 8th which is the day after the game awards Mm -hmm. so read into that what you will Uh, sure seems like a pretty like i have a feeling this is going to get announced at the game awards you can play it starting tomorrow or starting at midnight or whatever yep yep so wait for jeff keely to say that wait for jeff keely to invite player unknown himself on stage to say they have the ps4 version and because it's ps4 it will not be crossplay right yep uh news next story is uh youtube is coming to switch or it's on switch now it's out now yeah yep okay have have either of you used youtube on your switch no no i i barely Uh, use it on my phone sure uh do you guys plan to use it on your switch nope all right i don't either uh this was this was next one is kind of weird so final fantasy uh 15 75 percent of its remaining dlc just got canceled yeah and you know cancels happen all the time what i thought was interesting about this is they had like a weird press conference like streamed an event in which they announced this um which you'd think this would just be kind of something they put out in like a, a quiet little press release like hey sorry to bum you out but we're not doing this anymore clans are over uh but instead on their stream they they did this um because <clears throat> i guess the uh let me try if i can find the guy's name who's in charge hajime tabata there we go uh and he took over from tetsuya nomuro mm-hmm. as the director um he left the company as well they haven't really said why he left if it was like on good grounds or not but they basically said yeah. no one's in charge anymore so it works the game's done Real Which weird. seems odd to me. You'd think there would have been like an <laughs> assistant director or someone else who is like next in line to run this project. I mean, that's usually how companies work. I mean, they don't, I think that's who took over for Nomura, to be fair. Yeah, but I mean, it's not just like, all right, dude, and you're our, you're our backup. And if you go, we're just pulling the plug. That's the end of that. Like, usually you usually always have a backup plan. But I don't I mean, what do I know? Um. So if you're a Final Fantasy 15 person, uh looks like the last episode series of episodes uh come out in March and then that's it. Yeah, that's too bad. <clears throat> and speaking of too bad news, Prima Games is closing its doors. Yeah, this kind of sucks too. Uh little surprise, little not. Prima yeah. Games made strategy guides. Was that it? Yeah. Okay, I'm actually kind of surprised this didn't happen sooner, mm-hmm. considering we have the internet. Who who was buying these? I mean, clearly no, no one was mm-hmm. if they had to close their door. But like, they were combining with like art books and stuff, so I guess that was yeah. how they got around it. Okay, I could I could see that because you know you get a, yourself a coffee table book or something like that. Because I cannot tell you the last time I bought a strategy guide. Um, probably the last like five strategy guides I've i received were through like my subscription to nintendo power over a decade ago (laughs) yeah that sounds about right i think Um, the way they stayed alive is they made deals with companies to include a book with deluxe editions of stuff so it probably speaks to obviously that's probably not sustainable in itself but also that people are probably buying less and less of the deluxe editions of stuff and so they just couldn't make it go of it anymore i guess 
Sure. Or I feel like a lot of the additions that come with strategy guides, they're not like the deluxe one. They're like they're like two levels up. Sure. The deluxe one is usually just like a steel book yeah. and an extra gun or something. You There's know I mean? that too. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, so, you know, it still sucks. People losing their jobs. That's that's a bummer. Um, I'm honestly surprised these guys held on for this long. It's a bummer because I like those art books. Like, I like flipping through them and stuff. But, yeah, I'm part of the problem. I never just bought them. So... Sure. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay. And let's do some questions. Top down perspective at gmail.com is the email address at TDP podcast on Twitter, the Facebook group, the discord channel and John's PO box are all great ways to send in your questions. I'll read this big one first from VGC Kenny. Excuse me. Hey, TDP. I was thinking about remakes and stuff, specifically how remakes of games with a large base do well i guess fan base in spite of this it is unlikely that ea would release something like madden 97 remastered because the madden base is rather different than say the crash bandicoot base and would not appreciate a remake then i got to thinking madden as far as i know doesn't have too many significant differences between them aside from the roster do you think that the madden games and other sports sims games could be classified as remakes of the original in the series making the whole making it a whole ship of theseus kind of thing i don't know what that reference is but uh i guess the question is does every sports game count as a remake of the last year's game (laughs) i've never thought of it that way but you know what kind of (laughs) yeah i guess kind of sure i mean and i'm not the person to ask obviously i don't think any of us are uh they do add some different gameplay stuff like they mix up modes and whatnot don't they sometimes one big thing that they got in trouble for was when they jumped to the current generation they actually took away features right well you gotta take them away so you can give them back in the next year yeah for a price back with a big yeah yeah um so i guess yeah i guess kind of Mm-hmm. although if the roster is different can you consider it a remake like shouldn't it be like kind of the exact same thing but like looking better and playing better yeah <laughs> i don't know it's weird i've never actually thought of it that way before and it's just kind of an interesting thought experiment sure um and then uh second question from him and to come back down to earth for a bit, what games are you surprised by them not having a remake? Beautiful Joe. Hmm. Okay. Surprise. Mm. Actually, uh, the Trine trilogy, although they just announced like this morning that it was coming to Switch. Did they? I missed that, apparently. It was either this morning or yesterday morning. Uh, yeah, no, I remember that specifically stuck out to me because I think like a few weeks ago when they announced Trine 4... Paul and I were talking and I was like, how are those games not on the switch? But now they're coming to the switch. That makes sense. Sure. Surprise. Don't have a remake. Sura's wrath. I'm not surprised about that. (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. Because Heavy Rain, I could see them remaking, doing like a remaster of Heavy Rain. I mean, they ported it to PS4 if that counts, but yeah. Did I'm they? See, yeah, they did. Oh, okay, well, I guess that kind of counts then, sure. 
the thing Viva that, Pinata. The th- they should remaster those. The games I keep them. thinking of actually have remakes if I think two seconds longer. <laughs> I was going to say Castlevania 1, but that's been remade a couple times. And like, uh, I was going to say Metal Gear Solid. I forgot about Twin Snakes, which is technically a remake. You could stand to probably do that one again if you wanted to at this point. Yep. Uh, also isn't there like eight different like metal gear collection games a really good burnout paradise remake just upgrading those graphics basically 4k resolution joking or not be really good okay do you mean that hd street fighter one remake (laughs) no don't actually do that no 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 All right, next question. Uh, Paul, do you want to take it? Yeah. Jason wrote, with the somewhat recent overusage of antiheroes in media, it's sad that there's such a disparity in their in the usage of their foils, antivillains. My questions are, what are your guys' opinions on antivillains? And B, what, and your favorite antivillains, if any. If, if examples are needed, here are some examples that might help. Suzu, Suzaku Kuru. Kuru Rugi from Code Geass, mm. McDuff from Macbeth. What an interesting choice, Magneto yeah. and MCU Thanos. Right Magneto next totally to counts. right next to an anime character. It's Mac- really good. Macbeth. <laughs> yeah, Macbeth. yeah. Um, I don't think I have any strong feelings on anti-villains. I really like what they did with Thanos for the MCU because normal Thanos sure. is stupid as hell, and an MCU Thanos is dope. <laughs> Yeah, I'll MCU agree with Thanos that. Thanos rocks. That he's, it was very cool. Magneto I'm worried what they're going to do in the next movie. I don't know, man. They they stuck the landing so well with this first one. They did. Like I have I have confidence in them for the second one. Um, I do like Venom. I don't like the movie Venom. That's I wish fair. they would make a good movie Venom. Yeah, uh, I, I feel like Deadpool counts. Uh, so these are I enjoyed those Deadpool movies. Yeah, so like anti-villain would be like the opposite. I guess a good guy. <laughs> Basically Asshole like a lawful well, good villain almost. See, all that comes to mind is that remember that old like DreamWorks movie Mastermind? Sure. Yeah. No. So like the bad guy ended up being the good guy and the good guy ended up being the bad guy. That's literally Oh, yeah. wait, with Will Ferrell. Yeah. Yeah. That's literally Spoilers. the only thing I could think of to like anti-villain I'm like uh, just a lazy good guy? <laughs> kind of. Magneto is like a really good example here, and it's yeah. too bad that he uses as an example. But I would I still, I like would still call I him I'm an anti-hero, conf- though. I think I'm getting confused with what like the difference between anti-hero and anti-villain. So an anti-hero is a good guy, but he's okay like like breaking the law, like killing people, right? Yeah. yeah. I guess in this so case... an anti-villain is a bad guy that doesn't kill? I guess... But Magneto's killed a lot, actually. Yeah, MC yep. Mar- Thanos kills a lot. Um, That's literally his whole thing. Yep. Mm. So now I'm just confused, and I can't think of any villains that don't kill. So, like, I guess my answer here would be Solid as Snake. Because his means were noble, and he went by crazy means to do it. But he was the villain of that thing. But he was a shitty villain. 
Yeah, well, so I kind of we, yeah. saw it as a character, honestly. So are we calling anti-villains? They're evil. They'll kill, but they have like a point. There, there's, there is basically. some. Like, but they're they're doing it for the greater good, basically. Or what they think is like the mo- greater good. I feel like most villains think they're doing. Well, yeah, it for that's the, the problem. Good. Like, like, what's the difference between Thanos and Hitler at this point? Is what this has turned into. Uh, and and I think of like Ra's al Ghul from Batman, and okay. he's like, you know, he just he wants to kill a whole bunch of people, but he's like, that's how we'll like reset, and that'll that'll save the world. So now I'm now I wouldn't that just mean all villains are like that? Because if a good villain actually believes they're doing correct, they're doing that, this will help the world. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what? I, I want to step back from that because I don't. The Joker clearly knows he's being evil, and he's yeah. a good villain. So I guess there, there's an outlier of that. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, on this on this kind of thread that we've we've made, uh, I want to think of a Killmonger from the Black Panther movie. He yeah. definitely had a very good point uh, with what he with with his uh, his whole deal. This is complicated. I, I'm going to look up yeah. anti-villain and see what this definition is. I'm curious to see what examples comes up when you look up anti-villain. Uh, do you want the Urban Dictionary definition of anti-villain? I'm assuming you do. Probably. Yeah. Uh, actually, the, their example is Magnet- Magneto. <laughs> uh, okay. Yep, there you go. Uh, anti-villain from Urban Dictionary. Yeah. Uh, the converse of an anti-hero, i.e. a protagonist who isn't purely good or heroic. An anti-villain is an antagonist who isn't purely evil nor entirely unsympathetic. A character who doesn't seem to deserve being cast as the villain perhaps cast arbitrarily as the villain because they may not because they are not the focus of the story, but merely present a foil okay. to the central figure who may be an anti-hero protagonist uh, or a scapegoat. And then their example is <clears throat> Magneto was an anti-villain because while the X-Men were the protagonists who fought to defeat him and prevailed in the end, we can still respect and appreciate him for his motives and principles However, ill considered his ruthless methods. So it does kind of seem like he that he does have a point. Uh, he we can kind of agree with some of of his mentality. Yeah, I think Killmonger is an okay. Uh, I think Killmonger is a great yeah. example for that. Then um, I don't know if I would put Thanos there per se because uh, I don't know who's agreeing with Thanos. Hitler. Yeah. Hitler. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I, I think that proves my point. <laughs> I'm looking through TV tropes to see what they wrote in the video game section, and they wrote in Meta Knight and King Dedede, for example. Is Meta Knight a bad guy? You fight him in the first game, and that's it, really. And then he's a, then he's an ally, isn't he? You th- see, that's what I don't get. It seems like half these suggestions are just anti-heroes or characters who become anti-heroes. Yeah. And then, so what's the deal with like Dragon Ball Z? Because Goku befriends all of the villains. Yeah. After he fights them, they all become his friend. Yeah. I'm calling shenanigans. Uh, Shadow War says Batman is considered an example of an anti-hero. No, he doesn't kill. No, he isn't. But he beats what? up people. So does every hero. I know. In, it's, in I, I hate this discussion. Honestly, can we move on? I don't know. This this is just like I feel like this is not a solid conversation. Someone's asking, does Loki count? I, would, I don't know if I've ever agree with Loki, but I really like Loki. So maybe <laughs> that's a good one. 
It's because of the idea that he helps out Thor eventually to save everyone a couple points. True. Like Ra- like Ragnarok's probably a better example of Yeah, a- I mean, he double-crosses, like, all the time. Um, yeah, okay. Well, there you go. I don't know. I feel like it's just a weird, shaky line to walk. Uh, John, why don't you take this one from Linebeck? Linebeck writes in and says, I recently picked up Persona 5 for about 17 bucks US and have been enjoying it immensely so far. However, sometimes I feel a bit annoyed when I want to do something, yet the game railroads me to doing something else. Well, Persona 5 is real bad for that, to be fair. Although, mm-hmm. granted, none of it has been unfun yet. Has there been any game that you've played where you found it a bit too railroady? We would rather do something else in it. I also recently got into poker, no real money involved, and I was wondering, do you prefer to bluff or only play big when you think you've got a good hand? So we'll answer the first one first. Have there been any games you think uh, that you've played that you found a bit too railroady? I would definitely say Persona 5. Because holy crap, fuck fuck that cat. (laughs) Let me do something, Morgana. Stop telling me to go to bed. Yeah. Okay. Too railroady. This seems like there should be so many examples, but I can't think of one. So a game where you wanted to do something else, but the game kind of pushed you yeah, to do it, this. It thing. feels like you have options, but then the game's like, no, you have to do this instead. <laughs> Morgana, I, anti-hero, right there. I guess I feel like that about a lot of games, but I've just come to accept that that's how games are because they want to kind of direct your experience in some way. Even open world games kind of like try to incentivize you to do something more. I'm just trying to think too railroady is what I'm getting hung up on where like I feel like it bothered you enough to even remember it because even like in Persona 5 is super railroady but I just accepted that that's the way it is so I didn't really care. Yeah that's why I'm thinking maybe things aren't sticking out to me because I'm usually kind of fine if the if the game is pushing me in a direction I'm I'm usually the mindset of like well I kind of want to see like what like, why are they doing this? What what was the rationale? There was probably some decision about behind this. The only thing I can that comes to mind on the other side is Final Fantasy thirteen. And I just mm. remember that was like super like linear and like literal. You are just running down hallways. There was no like sure. going off to the side doing anything. Um, to be fair, I didn't play like the second half of that game, which I understand it does open up. But it, this is also not a great example. So whatever. Yeah, <clears throat> like outlast the reason i didn't like that game like at all was because i just felt there was no reason why i would be in this asylum at night with a camera like it was just one of those things it's like yeah but i don't want to go down that scary hallway because i'm going to die and sure enough something jumps out and tries to kill you like it's so (laughs) in some respect i mean that comes down to the point it's like well why are you playing this game right if you don't want to do that that's kind of what I'm getting hung up on as well. Otherwise, my answer is officially just going to be any of the visual novels where it's like, I don't want to say that to this person, but I have to choose one of these three options that I don't agree with any of them. Because that's happened a couple times. But thou must. (laughs) Yeah, no, I think think you have a good point. Like, there has to be like, you have to kind of give yourself over to the game's narrative in some way. And if you're just fighting it, it kind of comes to the question of like, Maybe you should play a different game. This doesn't seem like the game for you if you're if you're kind of, you know, not gelling with it. Like there has to be some like you do have to like buy into it in some way. It's even with like uh, like haunted houses or anything scary. It's like 
you, obviously this is not real, but you kind of need to play along with it or it's just not going to be fun. But thou must. <laughs> but thou must. I like the uh, but thou must that they put in Dragon Quest Eleven, whatever the newer one is. There's one scene where uh, one of the girls in your party is like, hey, we should really go do this thing to help out. And you can say no. And if you do, the girl just decides to do like a high kick right next to your face and just stops. And she's like, oh, sorry. I just really had to stretch my legs there. Anyways, you were saying. <laughs> and then the prompt just comes back up. Nice. Is that game any good? I was looking into that. I've actually this heard year. it's pretty good. If you like Dragon yeah, Quest, I've heard games, good it's things. Good. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Uh, also with poker, I don't play poker, but the bluff is funner to me because the mind games are always funner than the actual mechanics for card games for me. John, you play a lot of poker, though. I, I used to. Uh, I'm not that good at it, but uh, I usually, I usually tend to only play big when I have a good hand. Although I will not lie, sometimes it's real fun to play off of a seven-two and attempt to see if you can get money off of it. Sure, sure. Which I, I, I learned this week. That's the worst hand you can get. Yeah, seven-two offsuit is the worst hand because you can't make a straight out of it, and you can't make a flush out of it. Right. Yeah. Um, and the reason I learned that is I played a weird amount of poker in Red Dead. Yeah. This weekend, mm-hmm. um, I just came across like two dudes that were playing some poker, and it was it was part of a like a side quest. And you have to take over for this dude because he's like too drunk. Uh, and I was probably playing poker for a solid hour as I as I beat these guys and got made them broke. But you play with such small increments because it's like the yeah. olden days. Yeah. So we're betting like four cents at a time. And like I <clears throat> I went through probably like four people because people will kind of come and go and like join the poker game. And after, after I like beat everyone out, I walked away with like thirteen dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I played a weird amount of poker, which I never do. It was it was weird. It was surprising. Hmm. All right, I'll take this next one from Riptide Gravity Shifter. Uh, Since the start of college at September, I've gotten my first phone and have been playing a lot of Honkai Impact 3 on it. Uh, I've been playing so much... I've been having so much fun with the game that it has taken up a lot of my time to the point where I may have likely clocked more hours into it than most of the games I have played recently. So my question for you is this. What mobile games have you played uh, that has taken up most of your time and or brought you the most enjoyment? So we want some mobile game recommendations, I guess. Uh, I played a lot of Record Keeper for a long time there. Mm. Sure. Uh, I also played a lot of... uh, what was it? I played a couple cookie clicker like games, like the uh, Katamari one. Yep, those those are fun ones just to kill some time. Uh, right now, I am playing through Sega Heroes, which is basically a, a match three game that's Sega themed. But I'm not sure how I feel about it because it de- definitely seems like it railroads you pretty early. There's, like, there's a lot. Well, of then why didn't you mention that with that last question? I don't know. <laughs> I also should have mentioned that I was playing it on at the beginning. For what games have you been playing? So I've been playing through that, and I've been playing through the uh, Konami-themed the cross game. Yeah. I hear that's really good. I've been playing yeah. that, too. I just wish it didn't take three hours till you get a boss puzzle. Yeah. yeah. Um, yep. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, yeah, those are my <clears throat> recommendations, honestly. And uh, it's not that surprising. Like, mobile games are meant to take your time. Like, to, like, to make you want to play them a bunch. 
Sure. I mean, mobile first games, but there's plenty of like ports mm-hmm. onto mobile yeah. that I would super recommend. Like Broken Age is on there. Oxenfree. There's tons of adventure games. Uh, Professor Layton. The first Professor Layton's on that on phones. At least it's on, it's on iOS. I can't recommend that game enough. Yep. I also like the Room series quite a bit. Yep. Uh, for me, the answer is Pcross first and foremost always so for a long time it was called logic square i had to look it up because i finished it and then deleted it right now it's konami pixel puzzle or whatever the hell their thing is called here Uh, other than that i've liked summoner's war in the past i like those bubble popper games to just kind of waste like five minutes every now and then pokemon go and uh, fire emblem heroes i really really enjoy uh Tricalia Lost was okay, but I haven't had the like drive to open it again, so I don't know that that's necessarily a recommendation. Yeah, um, Solitarica is a huge recommendation for me. Solitarica is one of the my favorite mobile games. Yep. I'll also add on there, and I can't believe I forgot this. Mini Metro. Mini I Metro. Door Mini Metro. Yep. Uh, Cat Quest is also very good. Uh, getting over it with Bennett Foddy. That's a that's a fun game. Just kind of have on your phone. Also, threes. I really, really love threes, and I still play it. And the the right. go, I forget we mentioned the Go games like Hitman Go and mm-hmm. oh yeah, very, those, those are all good the Go too. games. Very good for mm-hmm. sure. Yep. Good good recommendations. All right, TC Golden says you're allowed to combine two games, fuse them into one giant game. What games are you picking? Personally, I would pick the open world and 3D online aspects of GTA Online with the likes of Sims 4 Online Life Simulator, basically. Um, so the one thing I would like is an officially sanctioned, like, actual just giant Pokemon MMO. Not just like a fan thing, but put all those, oh, sure. put all those yep. games together with an MMO. That would be amazing. You're right. That would make so much money. Very good answer. Uh, I feel like an easy one is like I take Burnout Paradise and I combine it with like like a modern racing game. So I guess Forza 4. Yeah. And then now it's still fresh and new. Sure. I want like a crazy sports game like NBA Jam, but made into an open world game where you have to like wander around the world and you randomly get challenged no matter. And then you have to learn how to play in the location you're in. So, like, if you get suddenly challenged to a pickup game in the middle of the street, you have to learn how to dodge cars while you're playing basketball and just <laughs> okay. do stuff like that. And then, like, oh, no, you're out. You're out on a boat. And now you have to get used to, like, the boat physics while you're playing the basketball. And if you knock someone into the water, they're out while they swim back into the game. So now you've basically given yourself an advantage. But yeah, let's get this kind of just reminds me of um, Mario Tennis Aces because they just kind of, like, walked around and, like, oh, we're playing tennis here now. And you have to deal with the... Sort of, but I guess in more of like there. an MMO style aspect. I, I, I guess I just want like really weird, crazy locations in like a sports game. Sure. I, at first I was like, I would love Madden, but just replace all the football players with cars. But then I'm like, oh, that's just Rocket League. Rocket League's pretty good, though. That's true. Um, any other suggestions? Can I just have like a, a new Pokemon trading card game game? Mm-hmm. Just like a sequel? Yep. I'll take that. That'd be pretty good. Pokemon Pinball. Do another one of those. Yeah, sure. Where's my Kirby Tilt and Tumble? Yeah. Why is that not on my phone? Mm. Yeah, kind of. Because Nintendo barely knows what a phone is. 
part-time UFO though. Wasn't that by the Kirby Dude, people? Dude, there's another uh, recommendation. Yes. I love that thing. <laughs> Hayes writes in and says, uh, many could ask, who would you like to see as DLC in Smash Ultimate? But I think the more interesting question would be, who would you like removed from the confirmed <laughs> roster? Go wild and remove as many as you want. You can even leave just one. Fox No Items, Final Destination. <laughs> okay. All right. Good question. I actually have a look. And who the hell the roster The thing is. is, realistically, I wouldn't remove any, because why would I want less choice? But I mean, you're let right. Let me find some... Let me look at the roster here and I'll find some answers for you. That's you know, I can deal without echo characters. Either make them different or don't put them in there. But yeah, like I I don't really need dark pit. Yep. Mm -hmm. As much as I like Roy, who was basically one of the original echo characters. uh, You know, if you if you take take them away or make them their own character, I would appreciate them more. Well, Well, Roy's his own character now, though. But he's he was still super um, close to Marth, basically, when he first was put in there. Well, in Melee, but not when he was in four. They, well, they, I didn't they, play they four, changed I him a bunch in four. OK, good. That's what they should do. But then they made so they made Roy and then they made Crom an echo of Roy. So it, it, like I feel Great. like we've gone full circle here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I would probably just say something like the clone. I don't like I don't need Crom. I already have Marth and Lucina. Also, aren't they echo characters of each other? Crom is an echo of Roy, and Lucina oh, is an, Roy. Uh, Lucina okay. is an echo of Marth. Okay, I'll allow but you I to like, do I that. Like Lu- if- mm-hmm. I was gonna say I like Lucina better than Marth, so you can get rid of Marth and I'll keep Lucina. I'll let you do that if you let me keep Ken as a separate character, so I could have Ken and Ryu and Smash fight each other. <laughs> Oh, again, my original point was you don't have to get rid of them. You can just make them like more different um, uh, so that they, they feel like a different character. Yeah. Uh, but OK, outside of Echo ones, cause that's that's an easy answer. You got it. You got to eliminate some people who are going to eliminate hmm. Pichu and Incineroar because I don't care about either of them. Oh, no, I'll keep Incineroar. He looks hilarious. Yeah. I don't and Pichu's I, a joke I, character. I man. will. I will agree with Pichu. Yeah, I Pichu hate characters that damage themselves. I do understand that it's that's another easy answer, though. Like, I feel like it's easy to say get rid of all the joke characters, but yeah. I want some joke characters. I don't there. need three, sounds dumb. I don't need three versions of Link. I don't need young Link and Toon Link. Sure. That's a good one. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, actually, let's keep Toon Link. I, pro- that's I probably don't even need Dr. Links. Mario. Definitely mm. do not need Dr. Mario. Nah, I, do- I disagree. I love Dr. I don't Mario. Need, uh, I don't need Lucas. Can I get rid of current mario because he has cappy now right and can i just have regular mario from the first smash no no gimmicks no flood no nothing is just mario yeah sure <coughs> um i don't need ganondorf isn't he just captain falcon yeah more or less he's changed not that he's different but he's not an echo i'm never mm-hmm. gonna play as ganondorf and you know who else I'm not going to play as? I'm not going to play as Bowser. You can get rid of Bowser. I'd get rid of Bowser Jr. because I fucking hate Bowser Jr. in everything. Bowser Jr. is in this game? Yeah, he was in 4. I did not play a lot of 4, let ba- me tell you. Bowser Jr. and all the Koopalings. All the Koopalings are in Smash. They're, yeah, they're his alts. 
Oh yeah, alts. Okay. <laughs> Forgot about alts. I mean, we agree with the um, me fighters too, right? Like that's. Oh yeah. yeah. You know what? I don't think this is a very controversial opinion. You can just get rid of me's <laughs> from every single yep. game. Yep. Okay. Let, done. Easy. Whoever wants to play as a me character. That's what I thought. <laughs> See, the, the worst part Sonic, is like, you can get rid of Sonic. The worst part was I played a, uh, at a friend's house. Actually, it was during the Coliseum. They had Nigel Thornberry as a as a me fighter and that was actually kind of fun okay so i think but isn't it just based on like a different character no the the brawler sword fighter and gunner are all like different ish oh you unique moves yeah or okay. like you're like they're like different versions of other characters moves okay well in my version we don't have me's fair um who are some characters that you would like you can never touch this character. He must always be there from now on. Kirby. Oh. Yeah, Kirby was the one I was thinking of. <laughs> yeah, Kirby has to stay. Kirby, no. we fit trainer. That's hilarious. Ice climbers have to stay. I love them. Uh, I could I could take it or leave ice climbers. Yeah, I could. Captain Falcon. <clears throat> Captain Falcon has to be there. Captain Falcon has to stay for sure. I feel like if they were in the first game, they have to stay at this point. Kind of. Yeah. Because they've earned it. You can kind of get know, rid I of could, all I could of do them without Yoshi. Those. Yeah. Yoshi rocks. Yoshi rocks. You can make people into eggs. <laughs> Yoshi rocks. And also, I remember back in Melee, like he was the guy that you do the home run contest with because he could put up like so much damage real quick. Oh, yeah. With the, the flutter legs, <clears throat> the flutter mm-hmm. kick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Out of the originals, I would get rid of Donkey Kong, probably if I nope, had to. Nope, I hate then Donkey you've Kong. You've never picked I, his, someone his up taunt. and I, walked I keep off him the stage because of his taunts. So, <laughs> just give us sometimes taunt you just need to sacrifice else. yourself with a dude on your back, and that's hilarious. <laughs> like Kirby, you eat someone yeah. and then you just and walk off the stage, off. and that yeah. is always funny. <laughs> it's true. You're that asshole. Got it. Yeah. Uh, Jigglypuff to get rid of. I don't uh, see. I th- Jigglypuff is another joke character, and I I don't want to lose all. I don't want to make this game too. But serious. she's also we the initial some- roster, so that's probably yeah. That's probably like the only one for the initial roster I could get rid of. Yeah, like I'll I'll defend Piranha Plant. I'm I'm Team Piranha yep. Plant. So. Yeah, I'm down for Piranha sure, Plant. Yeah, that's a funny addition. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like the Wii Fit I'll, Trainer. I'll also defend Wii Fit Trainer and Game and Watch. Yeah. Were people not defending Game & Watch? Some people don't like Game & Watch. Was there like some I, controversy recently about like racism in Game & Watch? Something yeah. about yeah, Native American symbols or something, yeah. yeah. Um, then, and they're removing that, yeah. Someone says, don't want it too serious, Sean, get rid of Mario. Yep. You can't get rid of Mario! <laughs> Mario's t- a serious dude. <clears throat> Get rid of Villager, but keep Isabel. You know, uh, I don't know. Villager's kind of silly. I like is is Isabel just a uh, echo of Villager? No. Okay. I was never huge into Olimar, even though I like that addition. I just never cared how he played. That's yeah. fair. Um, 
and I could not care less about Wolf. Mm. Get rid of Simon, but keep Richter. I think get rid of Wolf and Falco, because they play so similar to Fox. I'll fight to death for Falco. And and I know you don't I know people don't like um Crystal, is that the female fox? Yes. I know people don't like her, but I felt like she would just play so differently. She Why would, you because she instead? actually would use like a staff and stuff like that. Yeah, I think that would have been a good addition. I am a little surprised they didn't do that, but she also hasn't really been relevant lately. Like, she's not in Zero, I don't believe. Right. How could, How is Slippy not in that game, man? Because no one likes Slippy. Everyone likes He's a meme. And no one likes him unironically. Okay. I never cared for Wario too much. Yeah, give or take up for me for him. Okay. There's a bunch. Make uh, make our favorite Smash game now. Yeah, yeah. Um, please, please, Sakurai. I know you're busy. If people want to send in questions for next week, it is top respective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the Facebook group, the Discord channel. Uh, I think uh john's p.o box i think i missed one anyway what's your guys games of the week detroit uh heavy burger wow i did not expect that one uh red dead redemption 2 for me um if you guys if you guys have missed it they did you the other two guys here did a tdp plus on minute unfortunately i couldn't be there i did play through the game did you guys not find my notes we read them out Okay, I listened to the first half, and you guys could not find. Yeah, no, them. we oh. asked you halfway through. <clears throat> oh, did you? Yes. So, oh, okay, that makes a lot more sense then. Because we were so like, I was, like, that, I was you... looking during it. I'm like, where the? Did he not send the notes? He said yeah, he was I was listening, and I was like, I sent them on Discord. How'd you guys not see that? Okay, that makes sense if you did it di- minute of. Okay, uh, so yeah, we did an episode on the game Minute on TDP Plus. If you're interested in listening to that, go check out our Patreon. Uh. And uh, once again, I'm doing Extra Life in six hours. No, eight hours. Seven and a half hours. So if you're still awake, uh, go luck. tune into the game spot. Yeah, I'm definitely going to need it. Um, that's going to be difficult to do. Uh, all right, that'll do it for us. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. I'm going to go ya. play some Tetris Effect. Hell yeah. Yeah. Do it.